Did you know data can be one of your greatest tools to grow generosity? Find out how in part two of our series with Rodney Ross, Central Team Leader of Generosity at LifeChurch. Informing, encouraging, and supporting your church. You're listening to the Excellence in Church Administration podcast from ECFA. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another Excellence in Church Administration podcast. As always, this is your host, Michael Martin from ECFA. Well, hey, I am so excited to welcome you back to part two of our series with Rodney Ross, Central Team Leader of Generosity at Life Church. Rodney and I had so much fun last time talking about having great generosity conversations. I know that I learned so much and If you didn't have a chance to listen to part one in that series, I encourage you to go back and definitely do that. But Rodney, it is so good to have you back on the podcast. We had so much fun. We just thought, hey, let's do this again. Man, I'm so excited to be back. Uh, You know, we just have such a heart for generosity that that we love connecting people to the generosity that God's created in all of us and uh, love that ECFA has that same heart. And so anytime we get together, it's a great time. I always look forward to it. (laughs) Well, awesome. Well, no, just like you said, I think uh, today, I know we're wanting to turn this conversation a little bit, I mean, still on the topic of generosity, but, but within that, just another critical area that I know more churches are leaning into and that Life Church has really led the way on, and that is leveraging data to grow generosity. So maybe kick us off here with, you know, why is data important? If there are churches that are out there Um, that are saying, well, how does data relate to generosity? Maybe you can help make that connection for us. Man, there there are a couple of things that come to mind uh, with that question. The first one is looking at data, capturing data, looking at it, analyzing it can really help us identify where God is working. And man, that's where we want to be. If if we see momentum in a particular area through the data, that's a great indicator that God's doing something in that area. And it allows us to bring even more financial resources into that area. Uh, and just, again, join God in what he's already doing. Um, so we love looking at data for that reason. Uh, you know, another reason that I think data is important is it can help us better steward the financial resources God has entrusted to us. Uh, I think about a couple of things. Uh, I think about the budget process. Um, I think about it bringing efficiency and um, you know helping us do things even better and more efficiently. Data can help us help us in that area. And then ultimately, I think about uh, measuring effectiveness. What's the return on investment for our efforts? Uh, for example, if if we are going to uh, you know dedicate some financial resources to perhaps a new ministry that reaches a hundred people, man, that's great. But is there a way we could use those same resources to reach a thousand? Man, if so, that would be even better. And so I think having the data and and being an, able to analyze all those things is is really powerful and just help us helps us be more effective at ministry. No, I like the way you put that because I think sometimes people see, you know, data as one thing and kind of the heart as another or like data and and the heart around these things are somehow competing. But what I'm hearing you say is that actually they really work together, right? 
They, they absolutely do. And, you know, we just being able to to remember that, that data is a tool. Data is not the end result. People are always the end result. And so just being able to keep that in mind as, as we, we talk about data, as we think about data is, is really powerful. Uh, you, you said it well. Good. Well, that's a lot in terms of, you know, what are some of the benefits? You know, what do you see maybe on the other hand, as we think about data, are there any downsides or cautions that you would give surrounding data when it comes to this generosity area? Yeah. Uh, you know, what we just talked about is a great example. While, you know, data is an incredibly powerful tool uh, and, and should have a seat at the table, it's not more important than people. And uh, we, we often say it this way, uh, behind every number, there's a person, every person has a story, and every story matters to God. And so by, by thinking about data in that way, it helps us keep focused on uh, the, the each person in each story. And knowing that it matters to God uh, really keep, keeps us in the right posture as we're working with data. Uh, you know, another really practical thing is too much data can be overwhelming. Uh, I know that my eyes glaze over if, if um, you know, I'm looking <laughs> at some data that's, that's too big of a data set uh, or, or has too much information. Um, so, you know, too much data can really be overwhelming. The, the last thing that comes to mind is that the wrong data can be distracting and it can really waste valuable time and energy. And so, you know, I think I think it's really important to make sure that the, the data you're capturing, the data you're working with, the, the data you're investing time and energy on is the right data. Perfect. Well, those are some good cautions for us. And I'd love if we could just you know, get a little bit even more specific into there at Life Church. You know, how how have you all and your team, you know, how have you guys leveraged data to grow generosity? Yeah, it started with um, really identifying what data we cared about. You know, what was the right data? Uh, so that's really where we we want to start when we when we think about data. And so, um, you know, just some examples of the types of data that that we care about and that that we track. Uh, total giving, obviously, everyone cares about that, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> it it helps us set budgets. Uh, it helps to inform strategic decisions. Um, there, there's just a lot of value in in tracking total. Total giving. Uh, we track the number of giving households. Uh, are are we engaging new people that are coming into the church in generosity? Um, and so we we want to see that number of giving households growing. Um, the number of tithing households. Uh, you know, we we track tithing. We want to know are people being generous uh, and and giving, uh, returning back to God their first and best. That's something we're we're passionate about. So we track that. Um, we track giving per person. Um, and so that's just a way to measure um, uh, and compare against total attendance. You know, are people being giving more? Are they being more generous? Are, are we engaging new people in, in giving again? That's another uh, data point that helps us figure that out. Um, we also track digital giving, uh, and in particular, giving through our Life Church app. Uh, the reason we do that is we want generosity to be more than just about 
when the um, offering is is collected during the weekend. Um, you know, we we want people to be engaging in generosity all week long, not just on on Sundays. And so, being able to um, give people the the tools and abilities to be generous where they already are, which most of us always have uh, our cell phone really close to us. We have access to <laughs> to our computers, and so we want people people to be able to act on their generosity whenever the the Holy Spirit prompts them to do that. And so we really want to want to make sure that we've got uh, we measure how uh, often people are engaging in that way. Um, we think about scheduled giving, and so that that is for us. That's where people have committed to to give on a regular basis automatically. Uh, we we uh, we love to see that commitment. We love to that it's really helpful for planning um, future revenue. We know that people have committed to those amounts. Uh, we also track first time givers. We always want to know again: Are we engaging new people that that come to our church in generosity? And so we track first time givers, and then uh, we also track large uh, or significant gifts. We we want to be aware of those and know that somebody is is making a significant contribution that helps move the ministry forward. Uh, we want to track and, and know about that. And so those are just some examples. And then so the first step was to define what we cared about. And then and the can, can I ask yeah. you one other follow up to that, too, as well? Like there's so much that was packed in there. I'm curious yeah. on this. Uh, yeah. On this digital giving piece or through the app. I love what you said about kind of getting out of the mindset of um, it's just the you know offering that's collected maybe over the weekend and things of that nature. Ha have you all thought about uh, throughout the week, you know, uh, kind of the, on the day in and day out? Um, because you have that app, because you have those digital giving opportunities available, um, about being intentional of engaging with givers throughout throughout the week, is that something that you all are intentional about, or just kind of leave that tool for people as they go about their week? Yeah, um, a little bit of both. So we definitely have strategic communication pieces that we do, and one of the things that we can do through the app in particular is push notifications. And so mm -hmm. there are times where we're strategic just to remind people of, of opportunities to be generous and, and to make a difference in someone's lives. And so um, a lot of times that messaging is more vision related. Um, it's more trying to connect people with, with God's heart. Um, and the the action step of, of being generous in some way naturally happens as a result when, when people connect with, with God's heart. Um, so a lot of times that's what the communication is through, throughout the week. We certainly don't do it every week. We, we try to be very strategic about how and when we communicate, um, but those, those are available. But it's also about just knowing that, man, the, the, the heart is really God's domain, and He can put a prompting on someone's heart at any point in time during the week. And so we definitely want to make sure that the tools and, and resources are available for people to act on that uh, really quickly and, and really easily. Wow. No, that is so good. That's worth the podcast right there. But hey, I know, <laughs> I know, I know you have a lot more to share. So that was, that was just the That's first great. step on defining, uh, you know, what kind of data like you shared. Um, but right. yeah, can continue to go on because I know, I know there's yeah. a lot more here. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, that, that first step is to define what data we cared about. And then second, we've got to figure out how to capture that data. So, um, you know, and, and I think one of the first things we discovered is 
it's not always possible. So, you know, I, I use it as an example. I, I mentioned that we, we care about tithing households. Um, but one of the data points that we don't capture is income. We, we don't know what people make. And so we really don't have a way to capture and know for sure if a particular household is tithing. And so and and we decided to be OK with that. We, we're just we're not going to ask people income uh, and that and that's OK. Um, so the the other thing we realized is we may have to create either a new system or a new process to capture data. Uh, for example, um, several years ago, we weren't we weren't tracking the source of our digital giving, what we call digital giving. That was the app uh, online through our website or through text giving. That was all considered text. So we knew people were giving one of those ways, but we didn't we weren't capturing the data of which of those three ways. And so as we started thinking about our app and the, like things like those push notifications, we didn't have data on how many people were actually using the app to give. So we had to create a new system uh, and new processes that captured that data point. Uh, and once we did, it's, it's been really, really helpful. So, uh, you know, again, first was defining the data we cared about. Second was figuring out how to capture that data. The, the third thing we had to do was learn how to focus on the right data and then learn to recognize and understand what it was telling us. So I think about it this way. We, as, a, as a generosity team, what we really encourage our campus teams to do is, is pretty simple. Um, we want to bring in new givers. We want to grow our existing givers. And we want to retain our givers. And again, as, as we do all of those three things, that means people are connected with the generosity that God's created in all of us, and they're acting on that generosity. And we know that God's blessings follow uh, when we do that. And that's what we that's what we want for people. So um, with those goals, we, we structured our data around those goals and just asked some questions like, are we adding new givers? Uh, are we losing givers? Are, are givers leaving or or stopping their 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 giving? Um, are givers giving more or less than last year? And that's a way to to know are people growing in their generosity? Um, are people committing to giving uh, by scheduling their giving? Uh, you know, asking those types of questions really helped us focus on the right data and uh, recognize and understand what it was telling us when we found the answers to those questions. That um, is, that is yeah. really. Oh, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I was going to say that that's just really helpful. And I guess what I'm curious about too is um, now that you've kind of wrapped your your head around that and you're starting to see some of that coming through. You know, what are some of the specific actions that you all take uh, related to the data that comes through? That's great. Yeah. Once once you have the, the right data and are, and are uh, recognizing and understanding what it's telling us, uh, the next step is action steps. What are you going to do with that data? And so some of the some of the potential action steps are, are things like uh, maybe it triggers a pastoral call. Uh, for example, maybe we notice that someone has stopped giving. Man, that's a great opportunity for a pastoral call. And the you know the call isn't, hey, I noticed you stopped giving. The, the call is, hey, I just wanted to touch base and see how things are going. Is, is there anything that, that I can be praying for you about? 
And just that simple pastoral call is really powerful. And I can't tell you how many times a call like that um, brings a discovery and an opportunity to really walk with somebody and pastor them well. Uh, often it's it mm. indicative of a job loss or potentially medical bills uh, and, and some type of, of health challenge. And just so often it's a great opportunity just to come alongside and, and do life together and pastor them and love on, on them well. And that's, that's prompted by some data. Um, you know, I think um, it also you can, it can help you think strategically. So I know that, that if we're looking at, at our global data from all of our campuses, we may identify some trends. Uh, so, for example, we may, we may see that attendance is really growing, but the number of giving households is not. And that may tell us that, man, we've got a lot of pe new people coming in the door that aren't engaging in generosity. And that data can can uh, help us uh, define kind of a global push, a push that we're going to do through all of our locations to try to encourage people to act on that on that generosity um, and get them engaged in what God's doing through Life Church. Um, we, that can also be done at the campus level. So it may be that you notice something at a particular campus uh, that's not happening at other campuses. And so it allows you to partner with that campus team to craft a specific strategy to, that, that um, is for that, that campus only. And then uh, you can also do it ministry specific. So, you know, potentially you can identify things that um, are uh, specific to a ministry. For, for example, um, uh, uh, our life kids, for example, we may have a lot of volunteers within life kids that that aren't giving, and so it may be that we want to do some type of a of a generosity push or vision casting just for our life kids volunteers, um, and so it could even be ministry specific. And then you know I think as we're as we're talking about all of these things, I think it's really important to measure how effective the action step was. So one of the things that we always try to do when we're when we're coming up with a, an action step, whether it be a pastoral call, a global push, a campus specific push, we try to identify and, and make sure that we're capturing the right data to measure how effective our actions were. Are we making a difference? And that just helps us get better as as we move forward. And, uh, you know, I think capturing that data is important. Um, and then keeping it and having it available when you do something similar in the future. So, for example, maybe we're going to send out an email, uh, a, a broad email, um, you know, being able to track uh, things like how many people opened it, how many people uh, we call it click throughs, how many people clicked through to the action step. Uh, and, and took the action that can really help us the next time we craft an email. If we'll go back and spend some time reviewing that data and recognizing how effective uh, what we did was. And uh, it's, it's just really a, a powerful way to improve the uh, how well we're, we're helping people connect with with generosity. No, you're so right about that. I mean, I think data can be such a gift to us <laughs> if we're just willing to engage with yeah. it. Um, and I know you all are doing that really well. And I'm sure I'm just trying to read the minds a little bit of some of our listeners. I'm sure they're saying, okay, so what are some of the, the specific metrics or maybe analytics that you all do look at at Life Church in terms of leveraging data? Can you share just a little bit more about, uh, give us the insight on what are some of the things that you're looking at. 
Sure, I'd be glad to. We One of the things that we look at is our volunteer generosity. And uh, we leverage a platform called Tableau. Uh, it's a data visualization tool. And one of the things that we've created within Tableau is a dashboard that looks at how generous those that, that are serving in a volunteer role are being. And what that does, we, we've created it so that it, it looks for people that have checked in over the last 30 days, you could set it to, you know, 90 days if you want to. Uh, and it looks to see what their giving behavior has been. And we take giver confidentiality really seriously. So with this dashboard, we don't include any amounts of giving. We just want to know, did they give something? And hmm. so um, uh, the, we, we make this dashboard available to all of our pastoral staff at, the, at their campus. And so they can look down to the ministry that they lead. Man, the, those that are serving in a volunteer capacity in my ministry, are they giving something? And it, you're able to identify trends. Like, for example, it, it may show that somebody has just started giving man, that's a great time to reach out and connect with that volunteer and just hear their story, build that relationship, encourage that step of generosity. Um, it may also show that someone has stopped giving. And like we mentioned before, that may be a great opportunity to connect with that volunteer and just see what's going on in their life and see if there's there's something significant that's happened that maybe we can partner with them and, and uh, uh, just be a great um, uh, church for them. Um, the uh, you you may see that that some somebody has never given, and that's a great opportunity just to start start having those initial conversations about man, how are you putting God first in your life and helping people find their next step, uh, which may just be to give something. So all of those things uh, are are empowered by that dashboard, and. I guess one of the things that I'd love to include is just kind of the why behind it. You know, mm -hmm. man, there's, there's sure. always too much work to be done. There, there's always more work that could be done than we've got the margin and capacity to do. And so what the dashboard does by leveraging data, we're able to identify where we're likely to have the biggest impact with the limited time and resources that we have. And so, you know, a, a particular uh, one of our one of our staff members may have, you know, a uh, hundred people that that volunteer in their ministry area, but they've only got you know margin this week to talk to five or ten people, and so data can help us identify, man, which are the right five or ten people to talk to, and so that's kind of the why we created this dashboard is really to just help our our pastoral staff be most effective with their time uh, and energy. Oh, that's really good. And one more time, can you give us the name of that dashboard? Is that something that's available sure. to other churches? Yeah. So it, it um, we're happy to show examples of it. Uh, I know we've got examples and screenshots from uh, that that are that are going to be available through Open Network. Um, but you actually have to have would have to have that that Tableau tool in order to okay. be able to create a dashboard and it, and it connects to your data source. And so um, would be you know happy to, to help and, and talk about data and, and, and how that might look. Uh, I'm not a super technical uh, person, so I am thankful that God has called some people that are really good at, at uh, capturing data and visualizing it uh, to our team. But we're, we're happy to help uh, if, if other folks have some questions about how to create that in their ministry. 
Okay. No, that's good. And we'll come back to, let's come back to open network a little bit more too at the end um, right. of the podcast. And so that's a, that's super helpful in terms of, it sounds like you were using some examples around volunteers and just kind of their generosity. Are there other, you know, data points or analytics that you guys are looking at? Yeah. So another um, thing that we look at is the uh, active scheduled giving. Uh, um, so folks that have committed to regularly give by creating a schedule um, that for, for us, that accounts for about 25 percent of uh, giving to Life Church is through folks that have committed to, to give on a regular basis. And so it's a great way to identify trends. Uh, you know, are, are there new things happening? Are, are people, you know, really excited about a particular area? Because within their schedule, they can uh, choose from a, a couple of different areas to give to. So a lot of times we're able to identify, man, there's a lot of people creating schedules around this area. Uh, and again, it helps us identify God's moving here. Uh, and how can, you know, how can we join him in, in something that he's doing. Um, it it uh, also helps us identify folks that are changing the amount of their schedule. So for example, somebody may have been giving uh, you know, a relatively small amount on a regular basis. Suddenly they make a significant change and are giving a significantly larger amount. Man, that's a great opportunity to come alongside them, hear their story. A lot of times it's really exciting and encouraging uh, to hear hmm. someone's story about, man, God is just doing something incredible in my life or maybe even in my business. And here's how he's blessing me. And a lot of times that's just really encouraging to our, our team. And it's exciting. And we get to come alongside them and celebrate with them, you know, celebrate what God, God is doing in their life. Uh, it's really powerful. And that dashboard helps us potentially identify folks that, that that's true for. Uh, and then again, it, it helps us identify maybe somebody cancels a schedule. It's a great opportunity to have that pastoral call and just say, hey, I just wanted to check in and see how things are going. And often that reveals a great opportunity to come alongside and, and just pray for, pray with, uh, be with uh, people in a really challenging situation. Um, another Absolutely. One we, yeah. Another dashboard that we look at is, is uh, we call it the household giving uh, analysis. And that provides a really big picture view of giving. And it really helps us identify, are we growing the, the number of people that are acting on their generosity? Uh, are, do we have more households this month than last month? Do we have more this year than last year? We, we just, we want to see continued growth in that area. And we, uh, it, that really measures how effectively we're leading people to, uh, to be, to act on that generosity. And so it does several things. Um, it helps us know if we're growing the total number of givers. It helps identify if our existing givers are giving more or less than last year. Are they are, are people stepping into that area of irrational generous generosity and, and are they growing in their generosity? Um, it's broken out by campus. So not only can we uh, analyze that data globally for all of our locations, but we can drill down and look at it at a specific location. And uh, that, again, that often leads to an action step uh, of, of doing something specific at that location. And um, all of those, again, you want to you want to have the action step. A lot of times it, it can lead to a strategic direction. Um, or it could be, it, it could help us identify, okay, we need to have a generosity push in this area. Uh, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, let's build something and then let's do a push. And it really just, again, it informs us on where God's working and we want to join him there. 
Amen. <laughs> Absolutely. And all possible because of data. That's right. <laughs> this, is That's our, right. this is our infomercial <laughs> for data. Uh, what a gift, seriously, that it is. And I know, like I said, more churches are leaning into it. You all have done it so well. And thanks for the insights that you have on that. I guess just my last question for you too, Rodney, before we close out the couple of uh, episodes here that we've been able to do together is, you know, what encouragements do you have for churches that are looking to grow their leadership around generosity? Um, I know it's going to look different in different contexts, you know, and how uh, different churches go about equipping like their their staff, their teams or volunteers around generosity. But just from your seat and where you are, you know, what are some encouragements that you would have for churches that are wanting to help help their leaders be able to communicate around generosity better or to connect and disciple people? What, what tips do you have? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I, I really go back to um, just kind of preparing personally and man, praying, connecting with God, asking what he's what, what he's got, what he has for us, um, really asking the Holy Spirit to give us wisdom and insight to, to see through God's eyes on, on how we can move forward in the area of generosity. Um, you know, I think the second thing is, is really personally as, as leaders acting on that generosity. Uh, again, that, that, as we talked about, uh, in the, in the last podcast, that brings an authority and, and an authenticity that we can't get any other way. And God, I, I just truly believe that God blesses it when we, we seek him, we seek his will, and then we act on that and, and are generous personally. I believe he's going to bless the ministries we're trying to create. Um, after that, you know, I, I think... Um, if, especially as if some if someone is just getting started in this area, I would really encourage folks to think about whether or not it makes sense to to start a separate generosity ministry versus just trying to incorporate generosity in the things you're already doing. That is a lot more simple. Um, it it really makes a lot of sense. And, and when you're incorporating it in everything that you're doing, it really builds that as an organizational value um, rather than having it a, a set apart ministry that, that you have to apply separate resources to, you know, hire separate staff. Um, you know, I don't think it has to be that way. It, it could be, and there's certainly value in doing it that way. But I think the first step is really to figure out how can we just incorporate generosity in the things we're already doing? Good. Well, well said. A lot, a lot of lessons that we can learn around what God's been doing through Life Church. So thanks again. I can't tell you how much we've appreciated your generosity. You've been very generous with us um, and investing into just our podcast community over the last couple episodes. So can't tell you how much we appreciate that. It's been my pleasure. <laughs> Good, good. Well, hey, uh, to all of our listeners, too, on our last episode, we shared about so many of the great free tools that are available on Open Network, and we referenced that today as well, and that is um, just the platform that LifeChurch has so generously made available, resources, everything from message series to kids curriculum. They've got some incredible leadership content and even more around generosity and finances like we've been talking about on today's podcast. And so speaking of which, you can find free downloads um, on a couple of the things we've been talking about on these generosity conversations using data, 
to grow generosity, you can find those resources under the operations category at open.life.church. That's where all of the finance content lives, um, including some resources from ECFA as well. So visit open.life.church or email us at podcast at ecfa.org if you're having any trouble finding what you're looking for. And again, our sincere gratitude to Rodney for sharing some really helpful thought-provoking insights with us. And for all of you, our listeners, for joining the conversation today. Again, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it on your favorite podcast platform to help this resource reach as many churches as possible. Well, until next time, we look forward to being with you again soon for another Excellence in Church Administration podcast.